Good morning, wet shavers, coffee lovers, and podcast listeners everywhere. It's Mark with Georgetune.com. It's time for another second cup. So grab a cup of coffee, kick back, relax, put in your earbuds, adjust your speaker volume, and let's talk some wet shaving and a few other things in podcast form. What is Second Cup? Well, Second Cup is a podcast that will give you some additional information that didn't make the Monday morning mailbag deadline. This might be something that is time sensitive. For instance, a sale that could be ending before the next Monday morning mailbag airs, or a piece of late breaking information that viewers have passed along that is equally time sensitive, or something else regarding the wet shaving world that needs to be broadcast in a timely fashion. And we'll also have some time to chit chat and discuss some other things like coffee, movies, streaming shows, books, that sort of thing. So thanks for tuning in to Second Cup. And I hope you subscribe to the podcast where you can also find episodes of the Monday Morning Mailbag in podcast form. I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. We'll get the show underway in just a moment. Thanks for joining me. Well, good morning and welcome to the April 17th, 2023 episode of Second Cup. I uh, hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. I have got a wonderful brew here this morning. Uh, this is from uh, viewer Mark Williams. This is the Black Rifle Coffee Company sampler that he sent uh, some time ago. I'm uh, using Silencer Smooth. And this is a light roast and it is really a delightful cup of coffee. This light roast is perfect for the quiet professional. The precise roasting specifications bring out its sweet aroma, citrus notes, and a crisp finish. Absolutely, it's absolutely wonderful. Uh, Black Rifle Coffee Company, really, really terrific. They make some great, great coffee, and Silencer Smooth is an absolute favorite. And of course, my nephew Jason, his wife Allison, and the boys uh, sent me, as a Christmas gift, Coffee of the Month from uh, Black Rifle Coffee Company. So I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm expecting another shipment of uh, Keurig K-Cups uh, from Black Rifle Coffee Company. Looking forward to that because I've just burned through all of them. <laughs> it's just terrific, terrific, terrific coffee. So I'm really anticipating that next shipment. Now, uh, I have to apologize. If during this broadcast you hear a little bit of a growl or a hum in the background, that's the neighborhood out cutting their lawn and tilling their flower beds and that sort of thing. I'm trying to tune my microphone so that is kept to a, a minimum as much as possible. I do apologize, but the weather is very, very nice here. It's 75 to 80 degrees the last few days, the last week, really. It's warmed up very, very nicely. However, this coming week, we're supposed to get a cold spell. Now, it happens every year. My late brother Jay's birthday is April 18th. And as long as I can remember, uh, we always had snow on his birthday or a, a, a day or two before or after. But right around his birthday here in Northeast Ohio, April 18th, we always had snow. Now, there may be a little snow on the ground. It may be just in the air and not really attaching itself to the ground. And you, will not, you might not see much snowfall on the ground. However, there's going to be snowflakes. <laughs> and that's what they seem to be adjusting their forecast for this week. A little bit of snow. So we might see a little bit of snow in the air. So that's why everyone is out, I think, uh, tending to their yards and uh, cutting their grass and 
doing their uh, flower beds and trimming things and whatnot. So you might hear a little bit of that in the background. However, that reminds me of a coffee-related story, believe it or not. In my college days, I had a, a dormitory roommate whose family had a, a summer cottage on a lake in upstate Michigan. I don't know, this was maybe like a six-hour drive to get up there and um, from, from, the, from the Cleveland area. And uh, one summer weekend, uh, I and another friend were invited to drive up there, and uh, we went up to Detroit to uh, meet my friend and his family, and from there we drove up to wherever this place was, and it was way up there. It was a big, beautiful lake, and of course, the family loved to water ski. And uh, yeah, they got me up on water skis, and it was a lot of fun, but I do remember that uh, as soon as the, uh, uh, the t- as soon as it was allowed in the morning, I don't know, maybe nine o'clock in the morning, something like that, where you could start up your boat and water ski, that's all you heard all day long until about seven or eight o'clock at night when water skiing was suspended. You just kept hearing these motorboats going around and around and around and around. You just heard the hum of all these motorboats and water skiers in the background. So there wasn't this peaceful, tranquil <laughs> location. It was it was a lot of fun, but I just remember that that noise in the background constantly all day. Now, how does coffee uh, <laughs> how does coffee come into this? Well, uh, the cottage that weekend had a lot of guests, maybe a, a, a dozen, fifteen people, something like that. I remember we were sleeping on the floor in sleeping bags and that sort of thing, and. Uh, Every morning that we were there, uh, someone would make a fresh pot of coffee. And, uh, of course, you know, everyone wanted that fresh pot of coffee. And then uh, after that pot of coffee was done, uh, they would make another pot of coffee. Now, uh, everyone had to pitch in. When you were there, you had to do a little something. So they said, hey, Mark, uh, your turn to make a pot of coffee. Uh, And this would have been the second uh, pot of coffee. And I said, okay, fine. So I got up and I went to make the uh, pot of coffee there. And uh, I got the coffee grounds out to throw them away. And everyone is screaming at me. What are you doing? I said, well, I'm throwing away the coffee grounds. No, no, no. That's not how we do it here. Well, how do you do it here? Well, what you do is you add half the amount of coffee. You add half the amount of new coffee to the old coffee grounds that were in there. And then you uh, push water through there. Uh, for another pot of coffee. So if the pot of coffee was 12 cups and you had grounds uh, in there that were used for 12 cups, you would put in grounds for six cups and then uh, make another 12-cup pot of coffee. So you're using half the amount of new coffee and with a combination of old coffee grounds in order to get a fresh pot of coffee. And this is how they were able to extend (laughs) <laughs> their coffee usage there because everybody drank coffee. And I got to tell you, uh, it wasn't that great. <laughs> I have to tell you, it was not that great. Now, if you want to try to squeeze a little more life out of your coffee, you could try doing that. I came home uh, and I showed this trick to my folks. and I said, check this out, try this. And they were like, no, we're not doing that. We're making a fresh pot of coffee each time. And you know what? They were right. And that's why I like to make a fresh pot of coffee each time. And that's what I have this morning, a fresh 
pot of coffee. Well, I have about four cups made of uh, the uh, Black Rifle Silencer Smooth. That's what I have this morning, and I'm enjoying it in my bean-to-bean uh, coffee mug that uh, I received from uh, William Meredith. Uh, so thanks to him for this uh, really, really wonderful coffee mug. But I just passed that along because, um, you know, some people want to, uh, you know, kind of uh, stretch their dollar a little more, and that's fine. You know, you want to do that. But uh, coffee is, uh, I think, I think uh, viewers and listeners of the programs, the Monday Morning Mailbag and Second Cup, appreciate a fresh cup of of coffee, and that's the way it's to be enjoyed. Uh, so, um, yeah, that's <laughs> I just had to pass that along to you because the background noise that uh, you may be hearing a little bit here and there uh, reminded me of that water of the uh, of the power boat uh, noise that I experienced that weekend, and that triggered that memory of uh, of economizing uh, a cup of coffee. Hey, you know what? I enjoy a fresh cup of coffee, and uh, I'm glad I'm I'm glad I'm enjoying one this week. I'm glad I'm enjoying one with you this morning. Uh, and again, folks, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Well, as I mentioned uh, on the Monday morning mailbag this morning, Phoenix Shaving has Son of Honeysuckle. Uh, their artisan shaving soap and their ultra premium CK6 formula. It's returned. And this is, I believe, another seasonal release. They write on their uh, product page here, one of our most epic long-running summer scents returns with a twist and in our ultra-premium formula CK6. Somewhere lurking in the garden of your memory banks at dusk, hanging in that perfumed summer breeze of your youth, you will catch a whiff of honeysuckle long before you see it. Heady and nectarous, a little like jasmine tinged with vanilla. You know this scent well and the memories it spawns and will spawn with every shave to come. How about that? That is one of the most inviting product page descriptions I've ever read. Bravo to Douglas Smythe for that. Uh, Fantastic. Now, the product page goes on to say that Son of Honeysuckle is an improvement over the original Honeysuckle. Now, I wish I could give you a little more information and personal perspective on it. I have not tried either one. I'm kind of late to the show when it came to those early, uh, early offerings from Phoenix Shaving. I wasn't doing the traditional wet shave uh, 10 years ago when uh, Doug and Fran started Phoenix Shaving. Uh, I got here maybe five years ago. Let me see, 2016, uh, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. Yeah, okay, so <laughs> seven, eight years ago. Yeah, so um, some of those early shave soaps I was not aware of because I had not ventured into artisan shave soap offerings. It was the uh, viewers and listeners of Monday Morning Mailbag and Second Cup uh, that convinced me, hey, you got to try artisan soap makers. And I'm so Glad that they uh, that they gave me that wonderful, wonderful uh, advice and recommendations uh, because it's been an absolute game game changer to my traditional wet shave. And I recommend it to all the listeners and viewers out there. Try these artists and soap makers; they are absolutely fantastic. Phoenix shaving, as you know, I absolutely love, and I love Formula CK6. There is a bias on my part. I will be perfectly honest with you. I love their shaving soap. And I love CK6. Um, but anyhow, uh, I have not tried Son of Honeysuckle, 
or the original Honeysuckle. Now, the thing is, Phoenix Shaving does some real fun things, not only with their shave soap, but with their website. And I mentioned this on the Monday Morning Mailbag, and let me give you a little more information here this morning. They have a secret menu of mashups where they're combining their they're combining the different scents that they offer from the various shave soaps and, combine, and combining one with another to make a mashup offering. So all you have to do is go up to their website and type in the search bar the words secret menu. I may have mentioned this before in a Second Cup podcast. It's worth mentioning again because it's a lot of fun and you see these terrific uh, uh, secret menu offerings that are not on their main menu. It's like uh, it's like <laughs> it's like discovering lost treasure. So type in secret menu, and you'll get uh, probably uh, half dozen, seven, eight shave soaps that come up that are a mashup of two scents combined into one in their formula CK6. So for instance, the one that I'm really interested in is the is their Atomic Age. Honeysuckle Bay Rum. Yeah, that's Atomic Age Bay Rum combined with Son of Honeysuckle. How great is that? My thinking is, is that if I do decide to try Son of Honeysuckle, you know I'm going to get the Atomic Age Honeysuckle Bay Rum because I am really enjoying uh, the Bay Rum adventure that I am currently on. I have tried a lot of different Bay Rums out there, and Atomic Age Bay Rum is right at the top of my list. That combined with Honeysuckle, Son of Honeysuckle, wow, <laughs> how about that? So I just wanted to mention to you that Son of Honeysuckle has returned for the summer. Uh, I would think it's a seasonal release because they say it's a summer scent. That's what I'm thinking. So if you want to get it, I would advise that you get it now before it it goes away. And I'm hoping that it's going to be available all summer long. I do not know. But uh, it's definitely on my wish list, as is Atomic Age Honeysuckle Bay Rum. So I want to mention that to you as well as the secret menu. Just go up there and in the search bar, type in secret menu. And I'm looking at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, about eight different offerings, different mashups that they have here. I'll, I'll give you one more right here. Here is a Supreme Sandal Nuts. This is um, a secret menu mashup here. Uh, and they say, congratulations or congrats, you discovered one of uh, many Easter eggs here at the PAA compound. Fans of both Supreme Sandalwood Science and our now discontinued coconut will really enjoy Supreme Sandal Nuts. How about that? Yeah, so they have they have about, like I say, seven or eight of these uh, available. Check them out. A lot of fun. Not only uh, some really, really neat scent combinations, but also a really fun feature of the Phoenix website. So I uh, just want to pass it on to you. Son of Honeysuckle and Secret Menu. On this morning's Monday Morning Mailbag, we talked about vintage razors. Jim from Northfield shared a couple of vintage razors that he acquired I believe from eBay, if I recall correctly. And uh, I got an email from Rodney Ripplinger along the same lines, and I wanted to share it with you because it illustrates what is available out there. Uh, and Rodney wrote, I went razor hunting this afternoon. I've been putting it off for three weeks. My usual place had a Gem Junior with the Bakelite baton handle, just like new, 
No real cleanup needed. But I have two already, so I'll pass. They wanted $18 for it. Let me stop right there. I've often said that the gem razor is probably the best kept secret in the traditional wet shaving world. They are plentiful. They appear to be plentiful. They're in great shape. And you can pick one up anywhere from $10 to $20. Heck, I picked one up for 5 bucks. And uh, I think the only downside to this razor, and it's a minor downside, is that uh, the availability of razor blades. There's only maybe one or two razor blades uh, from different uh, manufacturers that I know of that are available for this razor. And they really give a, a good shave, and it's a different kind of approach than a DE razor, even a different kind of approach than an injector razor. So I think that while it's a, a really neat razor to have in your collection, for some wet shavers, it can possibly be an acquired taste uh, because it shaves so differently. But if you, uh, if you get the technique down, it really does deliver an amazing, amazing close shave. Anyhow, the point is, is that there are some wonderful, wonderful deals in the vintage shave world. Jim from Northfield showed us a couple of razors this morning that were just beautiful, and he got them, for, got them both for a really, really terrific price. And uh, Jim Razor's out there. If you're interested in looking at that style of razor, you can get one for, say, 5 or $10. Now, the, the upside to this is that if you spend, say, $5 for a Gem Razor in really, really good condition and you pop in a blade and you find that it's not for you, it's not to your liking, hey, you're only out 5 or $10. Uh, that's really an upside to that. Uh, and it's also a razor that eh, if it doesn't work for you the first time around, you could put it away and then maybe come back to it six months, eight months down the road and see if it's a little more agreeable to you. You know, come at it from a, from a fresh perspective. Uh, now, uh, Rodney continues here. If I didn't already have two, I would have picked it up. The other one I saw was an early Gillette open comb with brass case and accessories. New and unused. A very fancy handle with artwork not quite as elaborate as a gem. This was at an antique shop across the street from where I usually go. $70 for that one. <laughs> and he says, pass. <laughs> now, I can understand that. Uh, again, uh, these prices can be all over the map. So um, just uh, passing it along. Do your research. Talk to other wet shaving enthusiasts out there who have some vintage razors in their collection. And uh, you'll kind of get a lay of the land and learn what's available and what is a good price point for a lot of these different razors. Someone out there who uh, maybe who might be a little more familiar with this specific Gillette open comb razor uh, might look at it and think, wow, $70 is a really, really good price because who knows? It could be a $200 razor from uh, some other seller. I don't know. Or $70 might be on the high end and uh, maybe you can pick up uh, the same razor in the same condition with the same accessories for maybe uh, $30 or $40. Point is, do your research but this is another aspect of the traditional wet shave that is so great is all the great vintage uh, shaving gear in the form of razors and brushes and this kind of thing that are available out there. 
And if you do a little bit of your homework, you can get them at some really, really good price points, and they will deliver some wonderful, wonderful shaves for you. So thanks again for that, Rodney. Really do appreciate you passing that along. As long as we're talking about vintage razors, this gives me another chance to mention my vintage Schick injector razor that I talked about this morning on the Monday Morning Mailbag. This is the one that Cary Grant uses in the movie, Mr. Blandings Builds His Dream House. I happen to link to that scene. Uh, you can watch it on uh, YouTube where he's using this razor. The razor is wonderful, but it was made all the more wonderful with the Schick Proline B20 injector blade. And this leads me to a comment uh, from a viewer named Jason Miller. Uh, who wrote, I'm really interested in the SE Pro Razor. This would be the Supply Pro Adjustable Razor. Uh, it looks strong and easy to learn. My only hesitation about it is its proprietary blade system. I like the leaf thorn because you can get any DE blade, split it, then use it. Now that's very true about the leaf razor and some other single edge razors out there that use half of a DE razor blade. DE razor blades are so plentiful and there are so many brands and so many varieties. It really is amazing and that's what makes a traditional wet shave so much fun is the, is the, uh, the wonderful, the multitude and wide variety of razor blades that are out there. Um, yeah, it's just great popping in a new blade that you've never used before, that maybe you've never heard of before. Maybe a fellow wet shaver has said, hey, you ought to try this kind of blade, XYZ brand blade. You pop it in your razor and wow, you get a great shave. Yeah, I understand that uh, entirely. However, the supply injector razor does not use a proprietary blade system. Uh, yes, they make two of their own razor blades, injector razor blades. They make a black label blade and they also make a white label blade. I have both of those. And the black label blade is very, very good in their razor. Very, very good in their razor. However, you can get other brands of injector razor blades. You can get them from Schick. You can get them from Persona. You can get them from Parker. I'm not sure if there are any others out there. There might be that I am uh, that are unbeknownst to me. Uh, however, that gives you some variety, so you're not really locked into the supply brand. For instance, the Schick Proline B20 blade that was very kindly sent to me by viewer Alex Lopez, absolutely wonderful razor blade, a wonderful injector razor blade. So if you get the supply razor, uh, you don't have to buy their razor blades. You could buy the uh, the Schick, the basic Schick blade. You could buy the Schick uh, Proline B20, you could buy something for, 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 from Persona, something from Parker. And I think there are a few others out there. Yes, not as plentiful as DE razor blades, but still some variety and some choice, and you're really not locked in to supplies razor blade. However, I will say again, those black label blades from Supply are absolutely wonderful. They just sing in the razor. And my next, uh, my, my, my next shave <laughs> with the Supply razor blade uh, is going to be that uh, Proline B20 blade from Schick. Well, not my next shave, but as soon as I run through uh, the number of shaves that I have in, uh, with that uh, Supply razor blade in that Supply SE. And then after, those, after that blade has run its course, 
giving me my uh, six to seven shaves. Uh, and that's how many I'm getting. I'm getting anywhere from five to seven shaves. I will then uh, pop in that uh, B20 uh, razor blade. But uh, uh, I've got shave number two coming up with the uh, vintage Schick injector razor with that uh, B20 blade in there. And I'm really looking forward to it because that first shave was just absolutely wonderful. So Jason, uh, there are some blades out there. There's there are some other choices other than the supply brand of injector razor blades. Well, before I get out of here, I have a movie recommendation for you. Well, actually, it's not from me. It's from viewer Bill Murphy. And he wrote, Hidden gem of a movie is Double Jeopardy. It stars Ashley Judd, Tommy Lee Jones, and Bruce Greenwood. We picked up this DVD in the bargain bin in Target a few years ago. The story is about a wife accused of murdering her husband at sea in their sailboat, and his body is never found. She is convicted of the murder and sent to prison. She gets out on parole and breaks parole to find her husband and her son. Tommy Lee Jones, her parole officer, goes after her and the chase is on. I don't want to say more about the movie plot as it may spoil the surprise ending. A fun and exciting movie to watch. As far as I know, it's available from Amazon on DVD and for rent on Prime Video. Well, hey, thanks very much for the movie recommendation, Bill. Really, really do appreciate it. So, folks, there's one to check out. It's getting two big thumbs up from Bill Murphy and his wife. Double Jeopardy, starring Ashley Judd, Tommy Lee Jones, and Bruce Greenwood. And that wraps up another Second Cup. Thanks so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. I sure hope you enjoyed today's show. If you did, please share, please subscribe, and pass it along to a fellow wet shaver or friend. My thanks to everyone who contributed to today's show. And I mean this sincerely. Without you, this microphone would be silent. If Second Cup or the Monday Morning Mailbag aren't showing up in your regular podcast feed, please drop me a line at mondaymailbag at gmail.com and we'll try to get it all sorted out. So again, thank you all very much. I look forward to getting together with you again on these podcast airwaves. Until then, enjoy the day, enjoy your shave, and enjoy that second cup.